Yeah, mine looks good. Why did you do that? I don't know. uh, I don't know. That's stupid. That was dumb. It was really dumb. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. But it was fun. (laughs) Made me laugh. Yeah, you you are you, you've always been your entire life the kid that made himself laugh, right? Yeah, you're yeah. that kid. You're like, ha 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 ha, Jake, good joke. Uh, All right, let's do it. Should see a therapist. No, probably is not. That's not a, you know <laughs> something that you should be saying. Like, definitely, most definitely. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine how the, that session might go? Like. Okay, well, Jake, what do you do? Jake, what do you do for fun? Well, I I do this podcast. <laughs> oh, okay, tell me about it. Well, it's really fun. It's about FPL, and um, yeah, it's an imaginary game that grown-ups play, six million of them all across the world. They get really upset about it. Sometimes I swear and get angry. Oh, and the whole point of the podcast is my friend makes fun of me the whole time. <laughs> you need to get out yeah. of this relationship immediately <laughs> yeah be like why i like the podcast was that you doing your normal voice or are you trying to do your voice of me doing your voice <laughs> no, that was that was supposed to be you your voice okay. of me Gosh. okay so they're pretty pretty damn close <laughs> all right let's uh let's start here we go Welcome to the Art of the Dive. We are on the back end of the international break, and Game Week 9 is only a few days away. This week's pod, we have all sorts of writing questions from the international break and some big picture topics that Jake and I are going to smash out together. Jake, how are you, buddy? Hanging in there. Excited for FPL return. Yeah, it was uh, kind of a downer this, this weekend. I, every weekend we do have an international break. I am reminded by the uh, consistent source of entertainment that EPL and FPL provide uh, on like an early Saturday morning for us. Yeah, it worked out for me. Uh, I know you're familiar with this a little bit, Um, but the medical field tends to fit a ton of hours in a small amount of time. So I worked about 60 hours in in four days, and that was this weekend. So I wouldn't have been able to watch a single minute of FPL, anyways. So I, I'm excited to watch. It just doesn't sound bad, Jake. Sixty yeah, hours well, in four days. It's like you could have done sixty hours in two days. That would have been way more impressive. <laughs> that would be since there's only twenty four hours in a day. But either way, I'm excited to watch most of the games this weekend. Yeah, Professor Jake dropping some knowledge on us here. For your information, Marco, it's actually 24 hours per day, which wouldn't line up with 60 hours in two days. Really, Jake, well done. Well done. Uh, Yeah, I guess we can start talking about FPL now. Uh, So we've got a couple days here, Jake. There are a few more international matches tonight. It's Tuesday right now. So uh, the United States of America plays Canada tonight at 6.30 Central Time. So That's going to be a loss for USA. Yeah, it could very well could be. Canada has has really 
has been decent in the last uh, two years, especially their their youth program has has developed some good players. And but anyways, that's neither here nor there. We have a few days coming up here, so you know we have to we have to keep that in mind as managers uh, to to track, especially kind of the pressers uh, on Thursday and Friday when these players all return to their clubs. Most players will be back. Tuesday, well, Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, depending on what was going on with their international duties. Some players only played one match and then returned. Um, most guys probably start training today or tomorrow again with their clubs, and they have a couple days of training, and then managers will hopefully let us know at least a little bit. But as we know, managers have you know kept more and more cards close to their chest uh, in the last few years, and so. It's a little challenging because there's a lot of players right now that are yellow flagged in the game. I saw some pictures on Twitter where people had five or six players that were yellow flagged. Um, And so that's a little nerve wracking. But, you know, as is the case in most international breaks, Jake, a lot of these yellow flags are a result of clubs essentially lying to national teams to make sure or making deals with national teams to make sure that the players are protected. Yeah, which makes sense. Um, And sometimes I actually like for my players to be yellowed so that they don't have to play two games and then come back and travel and play another game. It just doesn't seem to go well, usually. Uh, I thought that we should probably bring this up because of mostly because of its FPL implications, but it would give us a moment this week to talk about kind of a big picture topic. And so we've got an interesting situation here with Bernardo. If people don't know, uh, he posted a picture of a caricature and then sent it at Mendy, liking liking their lookness, lookness a likings uh, of the two of them, uh, and it was uh, it was pretty pretty messed up, really, because Pep came out and some other players came out and said, "Oh, they're just being friends, or they're just joking," and I I assume they were saying those things because. What was it, Jake? Maybe because they were trying to avoid the suspension of Bernardo? Yeah, that would be my guess. Yeah. Uh, I think that it needs to be said, right, that it doesn't matter, really. I think they missed the point, right? It doesn't really matter if it was just a joke or if it was just two friends. As a professional footballer and a human being, you have an obligation to understand it's 2019 and the way we speak and whether things, you know, the types of things that we say uh, can and are interpreted in certain ways. And yes, it was it was racist and inappropriate to post that. Um, I thought that as a podcast, Jake, we should say that Jake and I are not always the two. Well, mostly me, not always the most politically correct in our podcast life. In our real life, we are very much the opposite, uh, you know, and like pretty both of us are pretty clean cut in terms of the way that we talk and, and approach things. Uh, but that was not OK. And now it leads to some interesting FPL implications. Um, Jake, did you want to comment any more on that? No, I mean, I don't think so. It's it's hard. I think social media makes the world a more challenging place. You know, like I don't, you know, let, let it be known that I, I disagree with the post wholeheartedly, but it's one of those things that if it's between friends, I don't know if, you know, Mendy was really truly offended by it. And I don't know if Silva, you know, was joking around or if it was a joke that they had previously had or anything but you know just when you put it out on social media it tends tends to cause more problems and i think that's what ultimately happened unfortunately 
Yeah, and I think I think that that like let's not miss the point though, right? If if mm-hmm. you become if you say anything publicly, now it's it's in the public domain, right? And mm-hmm. whether two friends are joking or not, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't it's, matter. Yep. Yeah, I it agree. doesn't matter, right? It, does, it doesn't matter if it was a joke. It was inappropriate and racist. So, uh, you know, it just kind of came to mind with all the things that help, happened uh, with with uh, the Belgians. I believe that was yesterday. Um, and it kind of like came up and then I, I was putting the pod together. And I was like, we should say oh. something about that. So was it Belgians or Bulgarians? No, it was the Bulgarians, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, my, my mistake. Sorry to all the Belgian listeners out there. Um, well, now it does lead to some kind of an interesting thing with, with Bernardo. So they have pushed back and pushed back and pushed back the uh, amount of time that he has to contest it, which is kind of interesting. Um, he, he, he clearly is going to contest it and, and appeal it. Um, I believe it's now pushed back to the 23rd or the 24th. Um, but I think that's going to be the final date. And it looks like a six-match suspension is probably on the table. What does that mean for City? I don't think it... Um, no, I shouldn't say that. I, I think that for City, just in general, at least they have probably the deepest team in the EPL. But obviously, we care more about FPL implications. And I, I think it means that uh, players like... Uh, Mahrez is going to be more likely playing every game for more minutes, which is a player to consider, you know, moving forward. Yeah, he's had a, a really good start to the year statistically. And, um, you know, to, to to now have this opportunity where there's one less midfielder competing for that spot. Uh, and he's been playing on that right wing a lot, cutting in with his left foot. Uh, and that's somewhere where Bernardo has been placed a lot throughout the year. I, I think that I'm going to try to get him in the moment that that kind of sentence goes through. Yeah, exactly. And I know a lot of people have made their moves already, but that's that's my thinking behind it. Um, Sterling has kind of been a thorn in our sides on both our teams. And I read an interesting tweet. I forget. It was a while ago, but. It was something after game week one, if you would have had Scott McTominay, however you say his name, I probably butchered it, Um, but for Manchester United, probably, so we'll get those write-ins next week. Um, But if you would have had him, a defensive midfielder for Manchester United, you'd have the same, if not more points than if you had Sterling, which is mind-blowing to me. From what game week? Uh, from I think game week two or maybe game week three on I, mm. I forget exactly but but either way I mean like we're talking about a 5.5 or 5.0 center defensive mid compared to a guy you're spending 12 mil or over on it's right. unbelievable so I just to me that's the move I'm looking to do and then that frees up funds to to deal with Pookie after they play Bournemouth because I didn't want to get rid of him beforehand um, since Bournemouth have yet to keep a clean sheet this year. Okay. Yeah, something to think about and something to for sure keep an eye on. Um, another big picture topic that we have to Jake uh, today, Jake, is just time and the amount of time that we spend on FPL. We've talked about this a little bit, and last week we had a conversation about having fun with FPL. Uh, but I wanted to have a little uh, little hashtag real talk about it. And we have a couple questions uh, about it as well. And so what I wanted to start with was I actually recently sent out a tweet that, you know, my my kind of attention for FPL has has dropped a bit this year. And a few other people said the same. They just said, hey, you know, life's been kind of busy and 
And uh, and so it's hard to maybe get it as into the game. And then a few people said, you know, hey, well, just so you know, we really enjoy the podcast and we hope you continue to do it. And, and I really appreciated those tweets. And then a few people were like, yeah, really interesting that suddenly you hate FPL because your overall rank isn't good. And uh, and I, I get what it maybe looks like. But uh, to be completely honest, I would say like the last 10 game weeks of last season, I had really dropped off, like in terms of the amount of time that I was spending on it. And it's not that I don't like the game or I don't like the podcast. In fact, the podcast is my is my favorite part of this entire thing. But I do take a little bit of offense to that. And the reason for it is that I spend, and Jake spends as well, a ton of time on this podcast. Uh, more, way more time on the podcast than I spend uh, working on my own team. I spend most of my FPL time doing research for other people. Uh, and yes, sometimes that's really, really exhausting, whether you think it is or not. It takes a lot of time. Uh, it sometimes becomes frustrating when you can't focus on your own team because you're doing it for other people. Uh, and yeah, sometimes like when you have a lot of things going on in life, you feel the need to step away from it just for your own mental health. Uh, you can only do so many things and spread yourself so thin before the product that you begin producing starts to just become shit. And I'm not going to pr- produce a shit product at my job or with my family or friends. And so, yeah, sometimes FPL literally needs to be the thing that I step away from a little bit. Uh, and so that's my two cents on that. I had to I had to vent that out because I was a little frustrated uh, with some of the responses about that. And, and I know most people were just playing around, but, um, yeah, that's my, that's my two cents on it. Jake, what do you think? Yeah. I wholeheartedly agree. It's a good soapbox. Um, I think the order that you put things in your life is very important and FPL should not be anywhere near the top three in my opinion, at least. and <laughs> But number four, for sure, it four? should be number four. If it's any lower yeah, than four. Yeah, four is okay. Four. Yeah, if you're, we're talking like, you know, still sneaking into Champions League place, that's fine, but not top three, <laughs> so. Uh, well, Jake, I mean, you're dealing with it too, right? Like, new job, new house, you know, n- yeah. new situation for you that you have to deal with and, and a lot of work that comes with that. Yet, you've had a pretty decent start to the year. I mean, how are you balancing it all? Uh, it's it's hard it's a you know i try to set like my time limits on things um i i used to do you know for fpl it's simple because i feel like you enter into your leagues and you have your one team but i know for like fantasy football which is more of an american sport um in the past i'd have like five or six teams and it just starts to take too much time and it's just like you know like we said family friends more important you know religion if you're into that sort of thing more important um i like how you said you're into that sort of thing like you've decided (laughs) to be you're very political politically correct well done there yeah Yeah. well done yeah we're gonna be politically correct for this episode but you know like all that stuff's more important so if you catch yourself spending too much time and your significant other or your friends that you know if it's getting in the way of stuff like that in relationships that's that's bad you know there's there's no ifs ands or buts about it kind of so um that's that's how i feel so i just try to set the time you know when i have nothing else going on to look at my team do some research and and go from there 
Yeah. And that's, I completely agree with you. Um, so we won't go too much further into it. I know that people probably are like, can we just talk about like normal FPL stuff? But uh, shout out to Gaz, Emma, all the Patreons, the people that have been helping us out with it. You know, a few people have noticed, I think this year that that you and I are a bit stretched, Jake. I, I know I've shared a little bit of that with you. And and those folks have, um, have kind of stepped up and filled roles that normally we'd be able to fill, but just honestly, I've not been able to. Sometimes I feel like a little bit of a freeloader because I'm letting those people do that. But you know, Gaz had wrote to me the other day and it really made me feel good. And, and he said, listen, we've got all these ideas about things that we can help with. We're trying to help you out with it. But what matters, you know, is, is that we really enjoy the podcast and that's why we're willing to help. Um, and so thank, thank you to those people. I mean, really. Uh, otherwise, it'd be really hard for us to be able to do this at this time. Um, and, you know, real recognize real, as they say, Jake. Yeah, I've, I haven't heard that, but that, yeah. <laughs> you didn't grow up on the streets like I did, Jake. That's the difference between the two of us. Uh, that okay, is Ren- the difference. The Renegades pod, who I have listened to before, a nice little podcast. Uh, they wrote in, do you find running an FPL pod has a positive, negative, or indifferent effect on your FPL performance in OR? And please elaborate. Um, does Jake unwittingly drag you down to his level? Well, the answer to that part is yes. Jake drags everyone down. Jake's like the guy on the Titanic, right? When they were like, mm-hmm. women and children onto the boats, Jake was like, cool, I'm a woman. And he jumped onto the boat and they lowered the boat down and then he intentionally pounded a hole in the bottom of the boat so everybody there would drown. All the women and children. That's Jake. I don't know. That's dark. Yeah, that's well, dark. that's I you, would Jake. Say, you took him down. I would say I'm like the guy that like gets accidentally bumped overboard and then someone tries to save me, but I freak out and, you know, I hit them in the face and then they drown too like that's a little bit better like it's a little you bit used, more understandable dead like, body as a raft yeah like i didn't know that i you know that that would happen it unwittingly i unwittingly um dragged someone down with me that's how i would say it like you, not you wittingly you wittingly do it let's just be honest <laughs> yeah uh i think that it's interesting that's an interesting question jake i don't uh, i'll answer it first i think in general it has for me a negative effect on my on my performance. Uh, I really have to find I find myself constantly like dodging other people and their ideas because I don't because I'm afraid that if I take too many ideas and I just get myself all jumbled up and confused. Um, there is such thing as over analysis. What do they say? P- analysis paralysis. Have you ever heard that? Um. No, not really. Okay, well, it's a saying, Jake. It's a saying. Analysis paralysis. Okay, because okay? the worms, the the words, they they rhyme. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah. Idiot. I, I got idiot. Them. Okay. okay. Idiot. So yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it. I mean, what do you think, Jake? Do you think it helps or hurts you? I was gonna say indifferent, personally. Yeah, I'm indifferent but, to you as a co-host. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll put out those applications. We'll see. You know, um, I I don't know. I just don't think it makes a, a huge difference. Um, but but I guess it's hard because the only serious years I've played FP, I had one serious year before doing the the you know the pod, and I, actually that was probably my worst year, uh, not by a lot. Like they were close. Um, and I don't know if it was just like my first year, but it would be interesting. We could maybe like, if you find a new co-host, I won't pod with you and we'll see what happens to my rank. Probably that would be a good experiment. Number one. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, by the way, on that note, Mark called you out on the last podcast. He tweeted me about it. You said that like your first year playing FPL was like when you were 12 and then a few years later you took like a few couple year break and then you came back and like started oh, playing and potting the, again yeah. so and he was I like ap- wait a second so jake's like 16 why why is he your friend <laughs> no yeah so i realized that after the pod i was like ooh, i, I missed 10 years so i was 22 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oops 10 years there it went so we did it we must have you but you guys must have um made me do it like my senior year in college because you guys were doing it and that was that was when that happened <laughs> good catch by Mr. mark though. Good, good investigation work that's why we have him around yeah he's i'm sure he has like pictures of you a copy of your birth certificate like he's got all the things on the wall with the string connecting all the pieces this just yeah. doesn't add up <laughs> he's either time traveled or he's lying yeah one of the two um mm-hmm. FPL Drunk wrote in, what do you think is the best way to get over a miserable start to an FPL season? Stop overthinking maybe and look at your team the night before the deadline or double down and immerse yourself in player stats, bookies odds, and upcoming fixture planning. I think that this is a good kind of question to finish up our big picture stuff with Jake because we kind of hit some of those other topics already, right? And so for me, the the answer, and this is very on the fence, but the answer is whatever your life allows for you to be able to do. Okay, if you maybe you do the opposite, if you've been immersed really, really hard and it's not it's not going for you, uh, you're struggling to start the season, then maybe it is time to take a little step back and and, you know, check the like what I've been doing, honestly, with my with my time crunch. I check the pressers on Friday. So I read the Thursday, Friday pressers. Uh, I check the uh, clean sheet and goal scorer odds because I like to use those stats to make some decisions. Um, I tinker with the team a little bit and then I, I step away from it for a while and then I come back and I, I make a few decisions. So I, I maybe spend, you know, I used to, honestly, I probably used to spend three or four hours a week just on my team trying to figure out exactly what I wanted to do and reading stuff. Now I'd say I probably spend about 30 to 45 minutes like making my decisions and reading things. Um, what would you suggest, Jake? I, well, I think that's plenty typically i mean i think you can go deeper but like you said uh analysis paralysis or paresis paraplegia whatever you want to say um it the heart i think the hard thing that people don't want to accept with fpl and i've i've learned this more and more is it's a really challenging game because if you fall off the like if you fall off the pace early you have one shot to get back into it, depending on how bad it is, and that's your wild card. And if you miss your wild card, you're done. You're, you know, you're done. You're not going to finish in the top 10k. I, I mean, I, th- I think people are kind of kidding themselves when they're like, "Oh, you can still have a good year at this point." So you can only make one change a week. Is that really going to make that big of a difference? And that's like insinuating you you make the correct change. You hit all your captains. It's been a tricky year for captains. It's been a tricky year with like the big in the back theory that fell apart. I mean, who would have assumed that Allison gets injured game week one and that Laporte gets injured? That could have made a huge difference. And then the whole like Pookie ordeal for me has been such, you know, a, a cluster. Um, it, it just, there's probably a lot of managers who are in the same boat or have done something else. 
And that's what makes this game challenging and that's what makes it fun and that's why a lot of people enjoy the game. But you can't beat yourself up over it if your year isn't fantastic. It's bound to happen once in a while. You're just, Jake, you're an absolute philosopher. You really are. Thanks. Yeah. Maybe I'll uh, be one of those guys who just like goes to a secluded place and thinks about stuff and then you can find a new co-host. We can only hope. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, uh, I think last week we did not do uh, the leaderboards for our leagues, and I think that now would be a time to do them quickly, uh, and so I'm going to pull up the uh, League Dive leaderboard. Jake, do you want to uh, pull up the PSL Super League leaderboard? Yeah, let's let's do it. Okay, I'll start with League Dive, uh, the top league in the world. Uh, in 10th, Mason's Mount, in 9th, I Know Nothing, in 8th. Uh, Mel Moggs in seventh, Mike Ashley out FC in six, Terranans in fifth, Sizzlers in fourth, Inferno FC, third, Iwobi Wan Kenobi in second, Woodcock Wanders, and in first, still for the, the second, I think third week in a row, Izzy Wizzy Get Wan Busy, uh, overall rank of 363. Uh, only had 38 points, though, this game week, which is pretty brutal. Uh, so maybe, yeah. maybe falling off a bit here. Uh-oh, Izzy Wizzy, get one busy. That could be trouble. Jake, PSL Super League, how is it looking? Top five, maybe? Sure, I'll do top five. Um, the, the interesting thing I just want to say, though, in this league is that it's still very close. With all the teams, We the, the difference between top team and the bottom team is 64 points so very close quick Um, at fifth uh show me the moon year meredith williams um and then at 439 and then number four our very own uh jacob close uh at 450 and then stress down thomas bracken at number three um number two our, our winner from last year's best league in the world, the Coyote Kid, Matt Frisky, and the number one uh, new leader, wildcard Marv, Marvin Andre. Ah, Marvin Andre up in the first for the league? Yep. Yep. First. That's Marvin the Gooner, Jake. That's Marvin the Gooner. Did you know that? Yeah. I think, you know, Arsenal fans have a distinct advantage because they know not to take a single Arsenal player ever onto their FPL team. <laughs> And that's the only thing you need to know to be successful at FPL. (laughs) Let's take a quick break, Jake. When we come back, we've got a bunch of individual questions that we'll go through, and then we'll talk captains and your plans and my plans for the week. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the second half of the pod. Quick shout out for our Patreons and our Patreon members. Thanks to those that have decided to contribute. We really, really appreciate it. It helps cover cost of the pod. Just makes it a lot easier for us uh, to to justify getting things done when we're not hemorrhaging money in order to do it. If you enjoy the pod, we'd really appreciate it if you could contribute something. It, it definitely helps us out. Uh, check out our website, divefpl.com, uh, or you can message me uh, on, on Twitter or email me. Uh, at theartofthedive at gmail.com. Jake, we've got a bunch of questions to take this week, and we're going to start with Emma. If you had to bet something serious, perhaps to be Jake's slave for the week, or Marco's, if not already, 
Oh, Jake, you are my slave. Who are your punts as top scorers over the next month? Four players each. She says, I will note your responses and see how you do. How close will the divers be? She said, listeners can join in too. So uh, let's have listeners, if you guys have four, um, they can they can send in, uh, you can comment on the pod, okay, on your top four on Twitter. And the winner at the end of what game week, Jake? Game week 12, did we say? Yeah. Yeah, winner at the end of game week 12 will get a shout on the pod. Okay, so a lot of of pressure. It is, yeah. So we're gonna say we took it from Emma as punts, right? As top scores. So we're gonna say roughly ten percent or less ownership. Okay, those are gonna be the guys that we need to look for. Okay, so Jake, uh, give me your four. Okay. Um, Did you not write them down? No, I didn't write them down. You have them. Why are you taking so long to to respond to me? Well, because I wasn't sure if we could pick the same player. So are we just well, we going to go we with our... We did it individually. You picked four and okay. I picked four. Of okay. course, there might be crossover. Okay. 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 Can you just do I'm it? Can go... you read them? Read them. Yeah. I'm going to go with one. To... Go. Doherty. Math Doherty for Wolves. Because um, I feel like I want to pick one defender to just make it interesting. Uh, I think that... I'm going to go ahead and say Mahrez. He's less than 10% too, so I think that's fair. And then for forwards, this is the one where it's a little bit of a cop-out because he's greater than 10%, but he's close. I'm going to go with Vardy, um, a Vardy party at 10.5%. And then my last one is going to be uh, Jimenez for Wolves. I'm, I'm going to not give up faith on him. Okay, that I mean that's good. I actually picked some of those as well. That's the that kind of sucks. Yeah. Dang it. It's I mean All it's right. hard when you make it punts though because you know you're really cutting out the majority of players. Like you know, I don't know. That's how I feel about it. Okay, well, I'm going to read mine now. Can I do that? Yep, go ahead. Yeah, read them off Did your you, list. Are you giving me attitude? Nope. Cuz it sounds like your tone has a little bit of toot in it. Nope, no, dude. Just, I'm really excited to hear who you have. All right. I went with Mares, Jimenez, Vardy, same as you, and then Yarmolinko as my next one. I think they've got the fixtures. Um, so those are my those are my four. So people, write yours in, um, and we'll we'll see who the winner is, and we'll, you'll get a good shout on the on the potty pod. Uh, Steve. Wrote in, is patience still key at this stage? I've had two free transfers and let one burn last week, which paid off. So two free transfers again this week and was all for Pookie to Wilson out of Mendy to a cheaper option. But now I'm not sure whether to leave it again for another week. Indecision has been a killer. That's a pretty good question. I mean, there is this talk that like it's a cardinal sin in FPL to, to let a free transfer ride, right? Like if you have two and to burn one off. Uh, but I, there's something to be said for once you've built those two free transfers, if your team is doing well and you don't have any areas that you have to solve, like, is it okay to just burn that transfer and keep the team rolling? Um, I mean, I'd say so, wouldn't you, Jake? Yeah. I, I, did he say he still has Otamendi or no? I'm confused uh, It there. sounds like Pookie to Wilson and then Otamendi down to a cheaper option. 
I think I would make that move, but I will say that Pookie's and Otamendi's matchups aren't terrible. Like Crystal Palace's offense has been pretty bad, and Bournemouth's defense has been pretty bad. So if he has everything else that he likes, yeah, I mean, burning a transfer kind of is a strange concept, but I don't think it's completely wrong. So... Otamendi should be good to go, but it looks like Stones is back in training. And so that's something just to kind of keep in mind going forward. Um, Normally, though, if you have like a a free transfer lane around, there's something to do with it. So like just some things to keep in mind that that you could consider. And it really depends on your team makeup. And I don't know what Steve has, but sometimes I've had the situation where my team's been really good. I've banked a transfer. It comes that next week. I'm trying to decide what to do. And like literally, I'll just like take my 4.0 goalkeeper and move him down to a 3.9 goalkeeper or something stupid like that, where you're just you're using that transfer just to gain some sort of little tidbit of an advantage. Most of us have fringe players on our team that don't hardly play ever that we could possibly move for somebody else. Um, even if that, if whether that's to free up funds or to maybe just get a player that might get, you know, is more likely to get a few more minutes or something like that to kind of shore up your team. Um, so that's what I would kind of recommend looking for um, going forward as well. Uh, Professor Yo Pierre wrote in Abba or Sterling with a downgrade elsewhere. I'm on my wild card. Also, does Jake like the show Money Heist? Jake, do you like that show? I've never seen it. I've never heard of it. Have you? I think I've heard of it, but I don't know the concept. I would guess the concept has something to do with with robbing people. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I would concur, but I don't know. So he's asking whether to get rid of Sterling or Abba? I think it's Abba or <laughs> Sterling with a downgrade somewhere else, right? Because Sterling costs oh. about a million more. Which one so would like you go, go with on your wild card? Which one would you go with? Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I'm going to stick true. Like, I just am not a fan of Arsenal, and Lacazette might be back soon. I think that Sheffield away and Wolves home and Leicester away are not as easy as they look. You know, on the FPL page, those are all like green except the Leicester aways is a, is a gray. But to me, those all should be gray, gray matches for them. I actually, I probably agree. I don't love Sterling right now. I'm thinking about downgrading Sterling tomorrow. Me too. But, but, the, but you're going to a like, the same team, the same offensive powerhouse team, and you're you're saving money, and I think that's not a bad move. But he's got to start scoring some some goals here. I mean, it's not like he's been terrible. You know, he has three goals out of one, two, three, four, out of six games of his last six games. Um, it's just that he doesn't have any assists, and you're paying so much money for him. That's the thing. Uh, but I mean, he does have some pretty nice fixtures against Crystal Palace, uh, Villa, and Southampton. Yeah. Uh, Geek wrote in Bali or Leicester defense, and Hudson Adoy or Madison on wild card. So let's start with like going with Bali or a Leicester defender. You know, I personally think that Leicester ha- have looked better, like as a squad. Um, if we look at expected goals against Leicester's third in the league at uh, nine, 
0.5 basically and then wolves is down at one two three four five six seven eight nine they're 10th in the league at 11. so they're actually like just in terms of of actual you know expected goals against they're both pretty close right a goal and a half difference um goals allowed like in terms of actual so wolves have conceded 11 leicester have only conceded seven so you could actually argue that leicester is slightly you know overperforming um but it is a super super small sample size so i wouldn't wouldn't get into the weeds too much on that um i like leicester's defense i haven't watched a ton of wolves this year and so you know here's a case where we've talked about eye test where with with teams defenses and and the way those defenses play i feel the need to be able to see them play um obviously they had a great game plan against city uh wolves did um, and even Leicester played quite well against Liverpool. Um, I think I prefer kind of the style of play that Leicester has to keeping clean sheets, but that's just a slight preference, and I have no stats to back that. I just feel like if you're going to go with a low price defender, you're just shooting for cleans. Leicester might be better long term, and then Soyonku is cheaper. Personally, I like Doherty or Pereira, and that's more where I would try to get to because the attacking returns just make such a big difference with the clean sheets. But if that doesn't work with going with Hudson, Adoy, or Madison, then that makes it tricky. I, I, I don't know. We talked about uh, Callum Hudson, Adoy. I just don't see why people are so in, enthralled by him at this point in time. It's so early. It it rarely is something like he's gotten two assists. Like okay, that's not bad for his price, but Mount is a little bit more expensive, and he tends to score goals. I just don't I don't see the love there for that player. Yeah, that he doesn't shoot as much either, right? As Mount does. Mount, I know know that Hudson Odoi's only played in two matches and doesn't really have that many minutes. But you know, he he doesn't shoot as much. Um, he he is a good passer of the ball, uh, much like um, much like Madison is. Okay, he doesn't doesn't shoot as much as, as Madison, but but does pass the ball as well or better. The difference between him and Maddo is that Maddo has. Uh, has a lot of free kick duties and Hudson Adoy mm-hmm. will likely not have that. Now, the other big difference is the price, of course. Um they're they're quite a uh, well, how far are, off are they? Yeah, Maddo's definitely a lot more expensive. Um Hudson Adoy is at Madison's 5.9. at 7.7.2. That's yeah, a huge 5. difference. So, and that's what yeah. that that's a big enough difference to go with like a better defender. So that's that's where I'm a little bit confused on the question. Yeah, well, do you so so? What do you think? Like, if you could go Hudson Adoy, but then up that defender to somebody more attacking, would you take that move? Yeah, I don't love Hudson Adoy, but I I think I'd rather go with the higher price defender now. I mean, Leicester's run is pretty ridiculous. If you look, they have from game weeks nine to seventeen. You know, they don't play any side within the top six except home arsenal which probably won't be a clean but you never know with arsenal um their offense hasn't been that great they only put one past bournemouth so that's that's where i would go okay yeah i mean i i i mostly agree yeah trying to get get somebody who's a little bit more attacking in that back line um might be might be beneficial um 
Okay, so now we've got some questions from uh, Gautam asking just comparison of two players. So Vardy or Maddo, King or Wilson, Abo or Aguero. And a lot of managers have found themselves in this situation where they're trying to figure out you know, which of these two players they're going to get in. Um, Jake, I'm going to take the Vardy-Maddo question and pull the stats on that. Do you want to look at King King versus Wilson, um, even though that's a pretty easy answer? And then I'll smash yeah. Abba, Abba versus Aguero. So let's okay. just start with uh, Vardy and Madison. And so this is a this is a tough one because a lot of managers are trying to figure out which direction they're going to go there. Some people are on wild card. Obviously, like Jake just said, huge opportunity here with Leicester due to the fixtures. Um, so when we start comparing the two of these players, it's really interesting, actually. So Vardy uh, is on 1.6 shots per 90, and Madison's averaging three shots per 90. Now, I know that the quality of shots, they're, they're further away from the goal and their free kick opportunities, which are a bit further. But kind of an interesting like stat line there that Maddo shoots almost twice as much as Vardy. Um, Vardy has a half key pass per 90, and Madison is at 1.58. And then expected goals, uh, Vardy's at 2.18 and 1.77. And so we talked a little bit about these two last week. Uh, somebody had had tweeted in, well, Vardy you know, outperforms his XG every single year. And that's true. He does tend to, to outperform his XG. Um, part of the reason I think that Vardy, you know, outperforms that xg somebody said oh he's, he's a spectacular finisher and that's why well there's a couple things that you have to keep in mind with how that xg stat is calculated and one of the things to consider is um not just where the shot is taken from and where the defenders are in relationship to the attacking player or uh, the other thing that some people sometimes talk about that is in the model is the type of service that that player receives. Um, and I'd like to focus on that part. Vardy often receives service uh, via vertical penetration. So, so he likes to run very direct and in behind back lines. And so what that means is when he receives the ball, his hips are often facing the goal. Uh, his eyes are often facing the goal. And he's able to, in one or two touches, get a shot off. So essentially, as a striker, he sees the entire play in front of him when he does get a chance to strike the ball. And so from an XG perspective, that part, like body positioning, isn't often taken into account in the different models. I I think it would be really hard for like a computer to track that. Uh, And so that's, I think, I mean, obviously he's a good finisher and that's part of being a good finisher is getting your body into the correct position to be able to get high quality shots off. Um, But I think that's one of the reasons he he continues to outperform his XG. That's a little bit of a side note um, from me. Um, Which one would I pick? Uh, personally, I think that there's a lot of really good kind of mid-price midfielders in there. And that's the only reason I shy away from Madison a little bit. Um, I probably would prefer Vardy going forward here, even though he's a little bit more expensive, uh, because I can go with the likes of, you know, Mount, Hudson-Odoi, um, you know, all these guys that are kind of in that mid-priced midfielder range, even like Mahrez, um, you know, David Silva to some extent, McGinn. Um, so I think I prefer probably Vardy over the two. That's the long-winded answer. I agree. Um, on to my question, which when, you know, originally it was asked Wilson versus King, I was like, oh, that's easy, Wilson. But 
Interestingly, looking at it, King is only 10 points behind Wilson at this point in the in you know FPL. Um, really? And we're through, yeah, we're through what, eight game weeks? So that's about a point per game week difference. And the price is pretty different at this point in time. Like Wilson 7.9 and King 6.3. So the stats all point in favor of Wilson. Um, his shots per 90 is 1.8 compared to 1 for, for King. Not great for either player. Uh, key passes for Wilson 1.53 to 1.26 for King. So a little bit closer. You know, obviously King makes some good good passes out of the midfield where Wilson's kind of playing lateral square balls that his team can't finish when um, Eddie Howe or whatever the fuck his name is is playing the wrong team. Uh, whatever that guy's name there. is, don't even remember it. That's how bad he is. A little better there. I don't know if you guys picked up on that. And so basically Wilson's XG is where he far surpasses King with a 4.44 to a 1.4 XG. But that being said, they are close in points. So I don't think going with King, if it fits your team structure, is that bad of an idea. I do want Frazier, you know, I want, you know, that Scottish fuck to be back in the team because they, him and Wilson just tend to have an unreal connection and he hasn't been starting for them. Uh, and I don't really understand why. Maybe it is health and, you know, Eddie knows more than I do, but. Personally, I have Wilson. I'm going to stick with Wilson. He is more likely going to be the one that's finishing goals. Um, but, but you know, I can see the argument for King if you're just trying to have a differential and the price is right for you. I'll take the last one of uh, Aubameyang and Aguero. And I prefer Aguero um, to a pretty high degree over Aubameyang. Um, I mean, I think... I think Aubameyang is a very good player. Um, the the problem and concern, of course, is the minutes of Aguero. And I think that's where people get a little bit hung up on it. Um, but I think the stats also support Aguero. Um, you know, shots per 90 of, of almost five to Aubameyang's three. Um, key passes per 90 for Aguero of, of 1.8 to Aubameyang's 0.8. And an expected goals of uh, 6.8 with an actual goal of 8 to uh, Aubameyang's expected goals of 4.35 to his actual goals of 7. Um, and so it's pretty easy for me. I would go Aguero. I do know that that Jesus is healthy and that there's some concern there. But but as Jake mentioned, um, Lacazette could very well be back soon. Um, and once he is, there's going to be, once again, a lot of competition through that side. Um, and Emery's going to be likely be, be uh, rotating once again. So... Um, that's, that's my two cents. All right, Jake. So we've got one, two, three, four, five questions. We're going to try to answer them kind of quickly so that we can talk a little bit about our teams with the, the rest of the hour that we have left. Um, so let's get into this. Uh, Liam said, should I go for Mount and Colin Wilson or Hudson, Adoy and Kane? Jake, what do you think? Uh, Mountain Wilson to me. Definitely. Don't yeah. disagree. Spiky BXL wrote in, uh, which front line would you pick playing three up top? The first line he calls Paw Patrol of Pookie, Abraham, and Wilson. The second one he calls Aha, <laughs> Abba, Holler, and Abraham. Uh, which one would you prefer, Jake? Pookie, Abraham, and Wilson or Abba, Holler, and Abraham? 
Uh, well, I mean, it's really just Abba Holler versus Pookie and Wilson. I personally think the first one's better and your money's better spent elsewhere. Um, but it's, you know, that's basically just a unfair question because Abba is so much higher priced than the rest of the forwards. You know what I mean? You feel what I'm saying there? Should I not I look ne- into that? I try not to feel anything that you say. Okay. All right. Well, I would still, I'd go with Paw Patrol and, and spend that money elsewhere. I, you know, I, again, I'm really thinking that Doherty and Pereira are going to be good, not owned by a lot of players. The sooner that you can get them in, the better it's going to be for your team. Okay. Yeah. It's a, it's a fair, fair little thought there, Jake. Uh, next question from Blonde wrote in, are Liverpool underperforming? Uh, that's kind of a, I mean, I that's think a tough we can one. just move on. No, you, yeah. what? What? Like, what? Why? I mean, just in FPL standards or they're just like they're the best team by far. I don't, I don't know if they're the best team by far. Are they really? You think so? I mean, they're crushing the league. They haven't lost a game yet. No, I, I, I know, but, but thing... I think it's an FP, it's an FPL question, right? So, okay, but are they underperforming? Where are they underperforming? Like, who's underperforming? Well, that's what I wanted to look at. That's why I said I thought it was a tough question. Okay. All right. So, let's look at it just really briefly, and then we'll move on. So, they've scored 20 goals in the league. They have an expected goals of of 17.5. So, they're slightly overperforming there, but that's within a a deviation, right? Uh, Expected goals against of 7.4, and they've conceded 6. So, again, kind of within that deviation. I mean, I would say that they're performing, just looking at some of the stats, a few of stats right there, and I've watched a lot of the Liverpool games. I'd say they're performing exactly as we expect, wouldn't you? Yeah, I, I, I think they're performing great. I think the problem is that they all took a little bit of price hikes, except maybe Salah this year. But if you look at defensively with their their goalkeeper out, who's really key for them, they still have four players within the top 12. Uh, you look at Mane and Salah, and they're top, both top three. They're just behind KDB, who's just a monster. Um, and then Firmino is another like interesting player that we've talked about. And for his price at forty eight points, like that's pretty good. So I, I just don't, I don't think there's any question that to me they're not underperforming. They're actually all great players, and you could own any three and be doing fine. I'm going to stay away from their defense for their run of fixtures um, over their next four, but I think it wouldn't be unreasonable to go with Mane or Salah and have two defenders back in, if especially if uh, their goalkeeper gets healthy. Okay, well then on that note, Kenny wrote in on Slack, is it worth swapping out Sterling for Mane along with Salah, so he also has Salah, or holding on to Sterling? It's an interesting little question. So yeah, Sterling to Mane... I, to me, the fixtures just aren't that great, and it's not like you're saving any money, right? They're they're priced yeah. uh, almost the exact same, aren't they? Yeah, this is. I think it's not the time to do that move because of Man United, Spurs, and Man City three out of the next four, and even Villa away. Like Villa seemed to be uh, the one of the better promoted sides. At first, I didn't think that was going to be the case, but they've shown that they they're pretty decent so now would not be the time to have two midfielders for liverpool 
in my opinion. And then Crystal Palace away in game week 13, which also is uh, not yeah. necessarily an yeah. easy game. Yeah, I think yeah. not. You know, I think you, you want to hold there. Yeah. Is that fair? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right, two point. Oh. Wait, did he have on. another question? It said, is it worth downgrading Zinchenko? Oh, you're right. Is it worth downgrading that? Zinchenko? Now I have to do 2.0 again. Uh, to a 4.0 or even a 3.9, <laughs> if there are enough good cheap defenders in Rico, Lundstrom, and Tamori to upgrade up front for Puki to Vardy. Uh, I think so because, you know, we risk now the Zinchenko rotation, especially considering Mendy is back. Um, so, so I think that that's worth a move, isn't it? Is is Rico going to be playing consistently though? Now, I, that's the one question I have. I I, could, I don't really have an issue with Tamori or or Lundstrom, but Rico, I'm not so sure on. And then also Kelly, I've seen on a bunch of teams. And if Sako comes back, is Kelly the one that's going to be leaving? Yeah, yeah. Kelly I, will, I, Kelly will be bumped there. Rico. Um, so Eddie Howe just came out. Uh, I think it was after the last game week and just said how, you know, how much he's liking Rico and how he's made that spot his own and kind of a vote okay. of confidence and it, it boned everybody up. They got all excited about it. And so mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, I don't know what the situation exactly is there. Of course, there's a chance that he could be be dropped and maybe Eddie's just saying that because he's a liar uh, and he is. So, you know, I'm not sure exactly what the, the best direction to go is, but but um, you know, Lundstrom's an easy one. Tamori seems to be locked in for sure. So yeah, I just Rico to me with a with zero clean sheets is just a he's a risk. Yeah, that's true. I'm not a huge fan of him. But the other two, I'm okay with. Or Soyanku, I would also be okay with. Yeah. Uh, all right. Two point. Uh, said which is better to use for making transfers, the app or the website? It's a good question. <laughs> Uh, the it's but it's an easy answer, right? It's the website. Use the website all the time. Don't ever use the app unless you want something bad to happen to you. I don't don't know that yeah. there's anything else to say about that. Is there easiest easiest question we've ever had? Yeah. Uh, he also asked why had KDB not price dropped during the international break. Uh, this um, is a good question. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Do you have anything? Do you know no, anything about no it? Or one, not really? No one. No one knows, but I think that they yeah. tend to not drop injured players as quickly. That's kind of the the hypothesis that's out there, and I do tend to agree because Martial was another good example of that where he didn't drop for a long time even though he kept getting uh, switched out on a lot of teams. I think there was another good example that I read somewhere else too. He, uh, he's been transferred out at this point by about 135,000 managers. Which is all ridiculous. I, they're all going to regret it, I feel, but whatever. Yeah, I don't really get... Yeah, he was in training yesterday. Man City posted yeah. a picture that literally that like showed him specifically. Yeah, so. with his ginger hair ready to just get 15 assists this weekend. <laughs> Must be the ginger hair. Yeah. Uh, Emma writes in, best captain choices for this week, and are both of you going for the same or different choices? Yeah, I don't know. I mean... I feel bad even talking about captains because I just haven't really gotten any captains right this year. So we're probably not the right people to listen to. I currently (laughs) have it on Abraham against Newcastle at home. I don't know if that's like the right pick or not. I'm not saying it is. I'm not even going to pretend like it is uh, because I've just been really, really bad almost all year. Uh, Newcastle have a pretty high expected goals against. Not like super high, but... 
but higher compared to some teams this year. They're the um, sixth worst in the league. Um, so take that for what you will. What are you going I'm with, gonna go. I'm going to go with Wilson. That's who I, I don't think I'm going to switch because when I keep switching, I make mistakes. But to give you an idea, Norwich have one – have they they don't i don't think they have a clean sheet this year they've had one game where they gave up one goal and that was to newcastle when their offense was exceptionally terrible like it's still terrible but that was like bad bad times um so otherwise they've given up four three and then two 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 and then last week five goals to villa so I'm hoping Eddie Howe can work his magic and Wilson can get a hat trick this week. Obviously, he's going to. Yeah, since I have the captain armband on him, though, I will say he's probably going to get injured in the 12th minute and get zero returns. <laughs> good, good. Uh, so what are you what are you thinking of doing this week, Jake? As like a just overall like with moves, have you thought about I've, it? Or obviously no, we have to wait made, a little bit, right? So yeah, if if we do like if things like I guess if De Bruyne doesn't play and Cantwell aren't playing, then I might be forced to make a move because they're both yellow flagged. But I'm I think I'm holding, and then next week I'm going to consider dropping Sterling depending on what happens with him. I, I hate to drop him ahead of Villa in Southampton, but I I really want to get Vardy in for Pookie. Um, but I just couldn't bring myself to take a hit to do that this week. So with the double switch, I could maybe do it next week. Otherwise, I really like my team. I mean, Abraham, Sterling, Wilson, KDB, and then Pookie and Cantwell against Bournemouth. I yeah. have no issues with my team. Yeah, and, and Dinge may get a clean sheet against West Ham, even though Everton are terrible. You know, question mark. My concern, the only concern I really have on my team right now is my tip. And uh, Barnes. So I need to get Barnes out. I need to see what's going on with my tip. Um, yeah. And if I if I have to to you know pull him out, then I will pull him off or pull him out. No, no, pull tip my tip out off. Okay. I wouldn't pull it off. I'd pull it out. My tip. Gotcha. Who are you thinking of going to with your tip? I might go to Sionku just because they have a good run. I'd go to. I'd look at uh, Pereira as well um because i, I kind of like the way he's been playing he's been really forward um and then i also am considering like what you said up so like a sterling down to mares and barnes up to um like a vardy or something like that i gotta see what the injuries are yeah. so those are that's kind of what i'm looking at right now do you have um, mount on your team yeah oh okay yeah, That's I the do. other thing I'm considering with Sterling is just going Sterling to mount to free up even more funds. But I'll, we'll see. It doesn't have to happen immediately. Yeah, his production's been good enough. I don't know that he's like a captainable player, but you have De Bruyne, yeah. you can captain him. Good to go. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, get it wrong anyway, so what's yeah, the matter? Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, okay, so we've got some rando questions, but follow us on Twitter at DiveFPL, Instagram, the art of the dive, online, divefpl.com. Uh, you can download our podcast anywhere where podcasts are found. We really appreciate it if people help promote it a little bit. It really helps us out, especially with how crazy things have been lately. A um, couple of rando questions, Jake, to fill out the pod. Booster wrote in, Burger King or McDonald's? Uh, neither for me but i yeah. if i guess if i had to pick one i'd do mcdonald's because i get their 
their breakfast once in a while. Yeah. I went to McDonald's this summer for the first time in, I think, like in years. It might have been five or six years. I don't know if I've ever been to a Burger King even. I have when I've like had to be there for like trips, like school trips where we stop and get food. But other than that, I've never that, walked into a Burger King. Was that like a common thing for your um, your school when you were like in elementary school? Like, all right, we're making I, a trip I, to Burger King and they just I go just there. Rem- I just remember like having to do it when we were like traveling for stuff like on things like probably I've probably walked into Burger King three times in my life never under my own volition but i i wanted food so somebody had a gun at the back of your head (laughs) get in that burger king get in there yeah like mcdonald's uh uh, i'll do their like uh sausage and mcmuffin um with cheese and a hash brown in the morning once in a while Hmm. okay uh mario wrote in who is the goat messy cr7 or someone else I don't think I'm like qualified for this question because I very rarely like I'll watch them in Champions League and that's it. I'm gonna I I prefer probably Messi. That's who I'm gonna go with. Don't you think Ronaldo is like more impressive though? His 700th goal. Like how many does Messi have? It's probably not, it's not 700. <laughs> no, you would be you would be Team CR7. I bet you have a poster of him I, up in your like oiled up up in your. I like your, Messi more as a player, literally on but your I ceiling, t- like it's up on your ceiling, and you just look at it every night as you fall asleep. I love you, Christian. I don't know. Oh, good night. Just, uh, whatever. I just think he's done probably more. Imp- I don't know. That's that's what I'm saying. I'm not making that that pick. All right, desperately seeking decision said, like that kid in the sixth sense who saw dead people, I see freaking pumpkin spice everywhere now. Muffins, <laughs> cookies, and of course, PSL, even away from Starbucks. Now that PS has moved from beyond hipster niche uh, to the mainstream and gone commercial, will Jake be ditching it? Uh, you know, that's a hard question, but I probably always have a spot in my heart for PS. You can, um, you know, you can buy just like pumpkin spice, like just, you know, mm-hmm. like in a, like a spice. You could just start doing lines of it. Yeah. I wonder <laughs> what that'll do to my, my sniffling on the pod, but I've considered it. <laughs> Lego Mane wrote in, would you, uh, would our world be better if there were no chocolate bars, but the whites of our fingernails were actually nibbleable chocolate that replenished after nibbling at a healthy intake level? I mean, if it's a healthy intake level, then I would have to say yes. That's true. No, I want chocolate fingers. Yes. Flapjack wrote in, <laughs> will there ever be a boy born who can swim faster than a shark? Uh, have you ever heard of Aquaman? He had to yeah. be a boy first. <laughs> Idiot. Stupid Flapjack. <laughs> More like dumb Jack. Am I right? This was a fun little podcast, Jake, yeah. huh? Yeah, that was good. Um, okay. Uh, keep track of what's going on with the international matches and, and most certainly check out the press releases on what's going on with, with teams and managers and, and things going forward going into Game Week 9. Good luck to everyone. Make sure that you send in your four punt players that you think are going to be best over the next few game weeks. And uh, we'll give you a shout on the pod if you're able to be the closest or, or do the best there. Uh, obviously, no one's able to beat me, Jake and I because because we're so we're so smart. Uh, let's get out of here. I'm Marco, and I'm Jake. And remember, you should dive. <laughs>